Welcome to the Paragold Podcast. This is Jared Pitney, and I'm joined today by my friend and fellow laborer at the Crossing Church, uh, Robert Piercy, who also happens to be the owner and manager of Ohana. Welcome to the podcast, Robert. Hey, thanks for uh, having me on. I actually couldn't believe I got an invite. Well, I can't believe it either. Um, <laughs> and so, have you have you ever listened? Really getting desperate. Have you have you actually uh, listened to one of our podcasts before? Yeah, when does it launch? Uh, it's been going since January. Oh, I take that back. Actually, I have listened to several episodes. Okay. Loving it, loving okay. it because I love the city and I think it's uh, really good for the city. Well, thank you. So, um, tell us a little a little bit about your story, kind of where you came from. I know you're born and raised here, um, but kind of uh, just give, give us a snapshot of how you got to where you are today. I know everyone's going to be really interested to hear all this. Uh, I was a product of my well, my mom and dad were both at ASU Jonesboro when I was born. And about nine months into my life, my dad got a job offer at City Light and Water at the time, which is today PLWC. And he's still there. He is the longest tenured employee at Paragold Light Water. That's impressive. Yeah, 40-something years. So anyway, we moved here when I was nine months old, and I've lived in Paragold my whole life. Um, Went to school at Green County Tech. So uh, graduated there. I mean, I started kindergarten there. And went all the way through school at Green County Tech. Green County Tech. Now, you got, um, let's see, when did we work together? How, was that after your senior year? I think I had just graduated. I think it was, I think so. I think it was the year yeah, I graduated. Yeah, you were about to get married because you were about to get married. Mm-hmm. But you were 18? Yeah, I got married at 18. Yeah, so before we get to that, I, the reason I remember you were married... Yeah, when you were 18, because you had just graduated that summer, and we almost died. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, so we were working at Lakeside Metals, um, and I use the word work lightly in regards yeah. to me. You, I think you might have been a pretty good worker. We were employed. I remember us getting in trouble. Adam got fired. Yes. Um, pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, and so um, I remember Darren worked very hard, and there was a guy named Jason who worked there who worked very hard. We called him Crazy Carl. Carl. Just yeah. because he worked so hard. Right. Like, he was just a hard worker, and we, as dumb teenagers, lazy teenagers, were like, why would you do that? And so if you remember, we would, we were taking um, – it was welding machines, Napa mm-hmm. welding machines out of a box – and we would have to put black pieces of Napa tape or black pieces of tape over the word Napa. And then in the manual, the instruction manual, the word Napa, every time it appeared, we had to use a black magic marker, mark out the word Napa, then package it back up and put it on the crate. And I remember um, we worked much slower than Jason because we were always trying to use our black tape to see how many pieces we could put on his back without him <laughs> noticing. Do you remember that? You're saying we really loosely, too. I don't know that I was putting black tape on his back, but I did feel like it was real sketchy, whatever it was we were doing. And uh, Jason, I never even know his name. I don't this either. is what's so bad. If until you're listening, you said Jason, it. if you're a Jason and you worked at Lakeside Metals in the late 90s, uh, please reach out. It's uh, jared at crossingparagold.com. Yeah, or Robert at crossingparagold.com. I'm, I'm really sorry, Jason, for any grief you received Absolutely. on my behalf. Totally. Um, but we were working at Lakeside Metals. We went, was it the Goody, what was that place called? Was the Goody Barn? Yeah, it was the Goody Barn. Okay, we went to eat, and Darren Rogers was a much better employee than the rest of, at least me. He wanted to be back on time, so he went ahead and drove his truck. We rode with him there, 
he took off. We're like, man, our chicken strips aren't even here yet. Like, we can't leave. So we end up leaving without him. We decide we're going to walk back after we'd eat our meal. Um, and we're on a bridge, you, me, and Adam. Mm-hmm. And a diesel passes another diesel on the bridge. You jumped off. Am I making that up? Yeah, okay. So when the diesel was passing another diesel, this is coming up behind us. So there's no oncoming traffic. We're walking in the left-hand lane on the white line. And from the white line to the guardrail of the bridge that we're on is probably 18 inches. Yeah, that's not much at all. And so it looks clear. I'm the first one running across. I hear you all yelling at me from behind, like, Robert, Robert. So I turn around, and just as I'm turning, I'm on the bridge still. And this semi-truck, I could have stuck my arm out and lost it. It was that close to me. It was that close. You were were visibly shaken up. You yes. were very emotional. And I remember as we're walking back, you're like, I got to call Allison. I got to call Allison. Because you're engaged at the time, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, you end up connecting with her. And I guess, when did y'all get married? That fall? What? No, that's that uh, July, July the 10th. Okay, July the 10th. And so you guys married. You're 18. She's 19. Is that mm-hmm. right? She was 19. And uh, went on to have children. Four. Four children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four amazing ones. We sure did. Okay, so... Um, yeah, she was the first girl I ever dated. She was the first person I ever kissed. She was the uh, way, way out of my league. I've heard that from a lot of people. That she's way out of my league? Yes. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I was like a, a nobody. I don't want to say all the things because I don't want to offend other people who were in the same boat as me. But um, yeah, I wasn't like Mr. Popular. I mean, I was kind of like well-liked, but I wasn't pop. You know the difference? Like uh, I was well-known, but wasn't popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the difference? Yeah. I was probably laughed at more than laughed with. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she was on the homecoming court and all that. She was, you know, beautiful and all that. So anyway, yeah, we got married uh, right after I graduated. I graduated in May and we got married in July. Okay. And you almost immediately uh, began working in ministry, right? I ministry. Yeah. Actually, before I graduated, I had my first ministry job. Okay. And you've been in the student ministry for how long now? Uh, That'd be uh, 22 years. Okay. 22 22 years. years. Tell me about the origins of Ohana. So you're doing your student ministry thing. Um, when did Ohana come into the picture? I guess obviously it started as a dream. Tell me about that. Okay. Uh, I'd say I've always been entrepreneurial minded. Like there's something in me that just always wanted to have something myself, like to own a business. But, um, you know, nothing. I don't know. I just felt like I was in my lane doing what God had called me to do. Uh, but my kids were getting older and our oldest at the time was ready to get a job. She was 16 and, um, we kept looking at all these possibilities for her to work and, uh, we didn't, we didn't like any of them. We either didn't like the people she'd be working, not didn't like the people, but you know what I mean? Like we were afraid of kind of the influence or whatever, of certain work environments or things like that. And we wanted to be able to invest in her, teach her, train her, you know, on responsibility and all this. We want to do that for all our kids. And so it was Allison, my wife, who actually came up with the idea, uh, was like, why don't we just buy a snow cone stand? You know, like you've seen those around, that kind of thing. I was like, really? Like you would, she's very conservative. She's not like, hey, let's do something risky at all. And so I guess that she's didn't the sound... brakes to your gas. Oh, sure. she's, yeah, lots of brakes. And I got lots of gas, pedal to the metal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as soon as she mentioned, I was like, oh, seriously? Yes. Like, absolutely. Let's do that. So uh, I was on a youth trip. Actually, I was in Washington, D.C. when she brought it up. And so like during that trip, here I am, I'm investigating, you know, what would it take to get involved? You know, how much would a trailer cost? All that kind of stuff. And because of my, uh, I, again, not knowing how to stop, 
uh, I kind of Clark Griswold the process. And like I thought, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. We're going to do it big. Going to do it big. That's absolutely. right. We're going to do it big. And so uh, it didn't take much research to figure out that if that shave ice is different than snow cones, we learned that. And then we learned that it's softer. It is softer. Mm. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, yeah, it's, it's softer because it takes a, a solid block of ice and you actually plane the ice. You're actually shaving ice rather than crushing ice. Anyway, it holds the juice better, all that. So we find out that this is a really big deal in Hawaii. Apparently, Hawaii is known for shave ice. We didn't know that before we even got into this. So then we thought, well, if we're going to do it, why not make it like a Hawaiian-themed deal? So then, you know, as Clark Griswold would do, I'm uh, calling shave ice shops down in Hawaii. I find the most popular ones, those hole-in-the-wall shops like Matsumoto Shave Ice. You're just Googling the different yeah, yeah. Who's the best. Who, looking yeah, at the reviews. That's right. Who's the best? Okay. And so we, we start calling them. By we, I mean me. I'm, I'm calling them, um, asking like, hey, what, what kind of machine do you use? Uh, you know, do you filter your water? How do you, you know, how do you do everything? And we'd watch YouTube videos of them doing it and all this. And that's how we kind of came up with the idea of what they would look like and how it would be done and what machines to buy, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so you're studying the process. You're trying to learn a little bit about what makes a successful shaved ice business. And at this point, though, it's still just notes, things are in your head. At what point did you decide to move forward and actually make this dream a reality? What was that process like? Okay, so that was the summer of 17 that she brought that up. And so by December, we had bought the trailer. I was going down to pick it up in Alabama. And so uh, we... We bought a trailer thinking, like, we're, we're not just going to buy a standard trailer, but we're going to deck it out. So we had, by this point, come up with our logos, colors, what it's going to look like and feel like. And I will say that, like, I'm a huge fan of Disney. I'm a huge fan of, uh, like, Chick-fil-A. Uh, and I just think these are companies that do things very well. What do and, they do well? Well, okay, so Truett Cathy used to always... Those have to make really good chicken. Well, they do make good chicken. Right. Um, yeah, it's Christian chicken, too. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so Truett Cathy used to say that we're not in the chicken business, that we're in the people business. And so we, we developed that same mantra ourselves that like, hey, we're not going to be uh, in the shave ice business. We're going to be in the people business. We're not going to be about selling a snow cone, but we want to sell an experience. And so um, I think that's what has so far contributed to our success. I mean, it's been, it blew up literally the first year we were open. We, we had this spot over by, it was Credit Nerds at the time. I remember that. Oh, yeah, on 412. This was uh, just a couple years ago, 2018. So uh, we opened in, in March of 2018. And within a month, like there were lines from the trailer, like I'd say 50 yards long. It was all the way out to the highway. It was crazy. We could not keep up with it. Um, we were like, what have, what have we gotten into? The things we'd hear from people would be, you know, that the price is, is more than just the product. And so, yeah, I'm paying for the experience. So, like, we, we want you to feel like, and we marketed it this way, that we want you to feel like you've stepped off an airplane in Hawaii. That's, I mean, as much as we can, it's hard to do that with, like, you've got such a small piece of real estate there, and it's not a whole lot going sure. on. You can't block out all of the city around you. But 
Uh, so we got island music playing. We're going to put like thatch on the roof, bamboo, real bamboo down there on the bottom of the trailer. Uh, we're going to use picnic tables and drill holes in them that, that actually take the cups, which are, by the way, we buy them from a company in Hawaii, hmm. um, these little flower cups. And um, yeah, the way we make it, the, the you flavors get a lot we use. Too. What's that? You get a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we oversize the portions. So um, I would say even just the product, you get a good bang for your buck. They're really large for a pretty small price. And then on top of that, you know, we want to be friendly as well. Walt Disney used to always say this to his brother Roy uh, before he died. He'd say, just keep it clean and keep it friendly and you'll be all right. And so like that's we want to be that way, that, that when you come up to the window, like you're going to encounter – a friendly person who is very happy to see you, you know, and when you walk away, we, you know, we want you to know that we were so grateful and happy that you were there. Yeah. Like we want to help make your day. That's a big deal to you. Cause that also flows out of your personality. Like every time I've been around you, you're always, you're overflowing with joy. You smile when you see people, you're excited. Um, and it, yeah, you do. You personally are able to make people feel welcome, to feel loved, to feel valued. Like, hey, I'm glad that you're here. And I've heard you say before, when it comes to the people that you hire, that you're like, if there is any sort of, um, that that's just a very big deal to you. I've heard you say you've had to have conversations with employees before about that specific thing. Like, hey, like if you're going to be here, like we want you to enjoy this experience, and we want others to know you enjoy it and that you're glad they're here. So. That's exactly right. And I would say, honestly, it's probably the magic bullet um, is the team that you have. And so we've been so fortunate so far to be able to be very selective in uh, who's on our team. Like we've literally handpicked most everyone that's on our team. And um, yeah, they're just, and they're all teenagers either in high school or college. And um, uh, you know, we've seen it as an opportunity to invest in them. Like even on their application, we asked them like, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years? And we see, you know, obviously they're not coming here to start a career in, Shaving eyes. I understand that. And so we want to be a, a way, a catalyst to help them get to where they want to go in life. And um, so we want to invest in them. We want to, to help them develop as a person, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the That's skills. Huge. Yeah, the skills of like shaving eyes is not hard. I mean, you can teach just about anybody to do that. But there are certain qualities that we're looking for in a, in a person uh, that you can't teach very well. You know, we, we want them to be personable and someone who is happy to be there and to be working there and who's going to see their, their work environment as family. And that's where, like, where literally the name came from. Ohana is a Hawaiian word, literally means family. And we chose that not on accident. I mean, it, was, it wasn't just like, hey, let's find a catchy Hawaiian word. Like what's going to embody what we're trying to build here? And it's a family. That's literally what it is. And so we feel that way about all our team. And I think, for the most part, they all feel that way about each other. How do you cultivate that family feel among your team? Well, we started off, and we still do this to this day, and that is we have regular family meetings at our house. We open up our home, and once a month during the season, we'll have the whole team over to the house. In fact, we did this just before the season kicked off this year, and uh, then that happens again, like I say, every month. And like when they come to the house, like we're celebrating together, we eat together, we're, uh, we'll watch crazy videos that some, you know, a lot of them will make TikToks while they're at work and stuff like that. And they're hilarious. And we'll put them up on TV and um, we'll, we'll pray together. Um, yeah. We just uh, like, I'll show up at the trailer. We'll bring food or we'll uh, yeah. Just, I, I mean, we just care about them. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's really the thing is like, yeah. we literally care about them. 
you make it sound like this whole thing has been pretty easy. Is that the case or has it actually been, has there been challenges and obstacles you've had to face along the way as far as starting your own business and now running it? Um, I, I wouldn't, I mean, it's not easy because there's a lot of labor involved. Uh, there's a lot of things to think about and to figure out. And um, if you're like me, I, I'm not a big um, asking for help kind of guy. I'd rather figure it out myself, which can make things really difficult. Um, but if you're willing to ask and learn, uh, it's not, honestly, it's not that hard. But, uh, you know, a shave I stand is not like opening a multimillion dollar business somewhere. It's, it's a pretty low price point to get in. And, and um, so as far as that, it wasn't too hard. But yes, as far as your care and concern and um, making sure things are running the way that you want them to, kind of the way you've envisioned in your mind, it does take a lot of oversight and care. Yes. So here's a couple more questions um, I want to ask before we end. One of them is kind of a, I guess, a softball question for you. What flavors would you recommend to those who are listening maybe they're like okay all right i'm gonna check out the ohana where do you start man there's a lot of flavors on there yeah i can mean be the, a little overwhelming to me i'm like man i don't want to make the wrong decision so, sure what do you well recommend? i'll say this too this is as far as just serving a guest uh we always want to make sure that you walk away like happy with your experience there and so if you ever try something out we want you to try new things and if you ever try something out and you're like dude that was a mistake um, we're not going to say that every flavor you're going to like. So if you if you put something in your mouth, you're like, I don't like this. Please just bring that to the window. We will replace it. You know, no no charge at all to do that. So we just want to make sure that you enjoy it. Now, what would I recommend? Uh, I'm adventurous, so I kind of like getting out and trying new stuff. My wife, on the other hand, she's going to get cherry every time, literally every time. <laughs> cherry, cherry, cherry. I'm like, come on, babe. So um, I'm going to do things that are more. Uh, Hawaiian, authentic. And so I might try like a, one of the combinations we have is a sunset beach, which is mango, orange, and guava. Uh, it's pretty excellent. And put some toppings on there like snow cap, which is a condensed milk mixture that we make. Um, I like this um, coconut lovers, a huge fan of that, which is coconut, pina colada, and tiger's blood, which a lot of people wonder what, what in the world tiger's blood is. We, it's one of it's, my personal faves. It's the most popular flavor we have, but it's just because of the name, because it's actually coconut and strawberry. That's what tiger's blood is. And if you had it listed as that, you wouldn't sell that much. But that's what it is. It tastes amazing. And, uh, and then if you get anything with coconut in it, you should always put toasted coconut on top. And if you're going to any shave ice you get, you must put a scoop of ice cream in the bottom. Come on. That's a big deal. Oh, it's huge. We didn't, I'd never heard of that. And then again, we're calling these shops in Hawaii and that's a huge deal in, uh, on the island, on the islands, is to put a scoop of ice cream in the bottom. And it's just like, when you hit that down there at the bottom, it's like, whoo, you get man, that, man. it'll change it the world. the experience. Can I uh, give you some suggestions? Would you please? Would, yeah. yeah. What about, um, can you create a flavor, maybe the Mandalorian? That's a really, really interesting idea. It's taken off. I like how you said it's interesting. <laughs> also, have you considered introducing some food flavors, maybe like pickles or bologna or anything like that? Uh, pickles or bologna? Uh, we actually did a dill pickle flavor two years ago. And oh, you did? Yeah, it kind of it kind of flopped. Um, Try the bologna. That is something I'm going to uh, consider. Okay. Um, last question. 
before we um, push stop on the record button over there, Bill, you still with us? Okay, thumbs up. Um, somebody maybe listen to this. They're considering starting something themselves. Um, what advice would you give to those who maybe and maybe it's not even starting? Maybe it's just a dream of some kind, um, and but they've not acted on it yet um, out of maybe a fear of some kind, but they really feel like, oh, man, this is something that's just in my heart. I think I can make the world a better place. It could really help me and my family. What suggestions would you give? Well, I would first of all say you're only going to live this life one time, and um, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I would say that if you have a, a dream or an itch that is just just stays there and you feel like, man, this could be a home run, I would start by running that by some trusted people. And by trusted people, I mean someone who has walked ahead of you, who's maybe been successful in business, and just kind of run some of those ideas behind them and see, like, what would you think it would take to get this off the ground? Uh, rather than just maybe asking your friends and family, usually uh, when you talk to friends and family, you're going to find a lot of naysayers. And a lot of people who haven't ever done anything um, are going to be quick to shoot down your, your mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. That just typically is the way we operate. Um, so I would, yeah, I would suggest talking to somebody or some people who have kind of walked that road. Um, and you, you'll be amazed how quickly people open up about their own experiences. People love to talk about themselves. So I was at, uh, setting up Jonesboro's, uh, uh, trailer earlier this year and uh, a guy from a business next door, it was at night, he, he drives his truck over, and he's like, hey, man, I, I, are you setting up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, are you the owner? Yeah, yeah. And he says, uh, I got a few questions, you know. This happens, I'm telling you, all the time, nearly every time I'm out there, someone will come up and ask, like, what do you think it'd take to get started with this or that? And, and I love talking about it. I had a guy call me uh, last week from, where is he, Nashville, and he was moving to Arizona, and he wanted to start a shave ice business. He found us on the internet and wondered if he could come mm. by and look at the trailer and this and that. I was like, "Of course you can, absolutely. I would love to help you." You know, um, I, not everybody is like that, but most people are, yeah. are quick to share because they love talking about themselves. What's interesting to me is how many people don't like to ask for help, or they don't like to research or go to the expert. Um, cause I, I found that to be more and more true that a lot of people are like, they just almost feel like if, if they're really the ones that are supposed to pull this off, that they've got to figure it all out themselves. And man, I think like, like you're really hurting yourself by doing that. Like the people that I have been around who have been successful in, in any endeavor have been very teachable, very humble, very much like, Hey, I'm going to go find whoever the expert is in that field and I'm just going to go research and I'm going to learn and I'm going to study and then I'm going to try to take it and adapt it here with what I'm doing. Would you agree with that? No, I totally agree. And, um, and I, I fall into that typically myself of, of like, I, I don't want to rely on someone else. I want to, you know, figure it out myself. And, and it's probably more of a pride issue, uh, that I have, uh, I've, I've, I've confessed this, I don't know how many times, but I'll, I'll struggle a lot with pride. I don't want to ask other people's help. I uh, want to figure it out myself, but it's, it's, I would say hurt me a lot, um, through my life of just like trying to figure things out. I made all kinds of like dumb decisions. Um, yeah, that could have easily been avoided if I'd have taken some counsel. Yeah. So sure. Well, I, I want you to know I've 
really enjoyed every experience I've had at Ohana. My kids love it. Um, I personally enjoy – what's that little game that you set up last year? Oh, the little ring toss game? What's that called, the ring toss game? I don't know what you call it. You're awful at it. <laughs> That's not – this is not true, actually. I'm really good at it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Well, okay. So, Jared and with some friends, we Have you went heard out this there story, one day. Bill? Oh, gosh. I want to tell it just because – I don't know what happened. Fa- what do you think Bill's doing over there? I think he's, uh, is that Facebook? What are you on? I'm on Canva. Canva? What he's is Canva? Doing some oh. design work. You're doing design uh, work. Doing some design work. For the church? Mm-hmm. Thank wow. You. All right. All right. Um, all right. Double. Yep, while you guys as, are over there talking and as multitasking. You, goofing as you, off. As you, I'm, as I'm you over here working. As you work, Yeah, get Bill. back to work. That's good. Um, yeah, so ring toss. Yeah, well, there. You, you, it was a staff deal, right? Yes. We went out there, and, and you're like, you know what, guys? You, you're my buddies. Uh, let's go out there. Staff on, on Ohana, you know? Yeah, on the And house. we on the house. And we very kind of you. We go out there. And then you start bragging about how good you were at ring toss. I don't think I'm You were right. like, I can hit it first shot. Well, 70 I was just saying, shots later. <laughs> 70 shots later. He finally gets it. And what was so funny is, oh, is you gosh. could tell you were getting agitated because you had Adam back behind you. And every time you just hit that little metal thing, he'd go, boink. <laughs> yeah, Adam was doing the sound effects. Was not appreciated. Rejected. <laughs> Denied. Boink. <laughs> 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 no, better luck next time. <laughs> 70 oh. shots later. Oh. That's a fun game, though. It is fun. Yeah, and it gives someone something to do while they're stuff's being made yeah so yeah yeah so great experience man and it does feel like family out there it's fun it's welcoming it's hospitable um and i know all of that flows from your heart from your leadership because that's just who you are and so i'm very thankful to have you as a friend to have you as someone that i get to work alongside on a daily basis here within the church and i really believe our our city is better and and very blessed uh, to have you here and um man i wish you the best in this next season with Ohana. May it be very fruitful. Thanks a bunch, man. I love this city, and thanks for having me on. That was Robert Piercy, and uh, man, always enjoy getting to spend time with that guy. He is... uh, It's like I can have or be having a bad day. You know, I mean, like right now we're recording this, and it's rainy, and it's gloomy outside, but I don't know, man. Robert is just able to always, I don't know, seem to brighten the mood. He Do you bring, get that from him? Yeah, he brings that seven Enneagram energy to the room where he just wants to have a good time and everybody knows it. Yeah. And so, everybody's okay with it. For sure. Let him be himself, you know. Yeah. Well, Robert, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, if you're still listening, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Uh, leave a review if you can. That helps people to find us and learn more about the great people living here in our city. Also, don't forget we're on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, if you've not subscribed to our email list, you can do that. Also visit us at paragoldpodcast.com. Thanks again for listening and until next time.